Have you been struggling to reach consistent revenue in your online business and you're thinking that maybe your mindset could have something to do with it? Have you ever even heard of something called quantum healing? That was exactly the topic of conversation in last episode where we talked to Susie Ashworth. She's a quantum healer and embodiment coach who helps business women how to really break through in their business through realigning their mindset, through realigning themselves with the energy that they put off in the world, through their thoughts, through their language. And I'm going to tell you, I... In that interview, I really wanted to understand it. As somebody who's extremely pragmatic and give me the one, two, threes and the ABCs of strategy, I knew there was something to this quantum stuff, like I like to call it. And I wanted to really, really understand what would make somebody like Susie, who is a businesswoman in her own right, very successful millionaire at this point. And she decided to pivot from teaching people the strategy to make the 10K months to teaching people how to make the 10K months through creating a perfectly aligned energy around them, perfectly aligned mindset around them. That's the whole thing we discussed in last episode. Go back and check it out. But this episode is the companion to that interview. And I'm about to teach you three things that Susie Ashworth is doing really right in her business so that you can start doing the same thing and replicate that kind of success. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're meditating, I am honored to be a part of your process. <laughs> and don't forget to go over to the review section, give me a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. This is The Global Phenomenon with Ina Kovany, the podcast where the self-made teach you to stop waiting to be discovered and prepare to be found. But before we get to the teaching, let's answer some of your questions. To submit your question to me, go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com, submit your question there, and I will answer it on the air. Today's question comes from Daniel Roberts. He's a concert pianist who performs and mentors pianists online at danielrobertsmusic.com. His question is, any good mobile apps for scheduling Instagram posts that you can recommend? I'm going to tell you, Daniel, I actually researched this quite a lot. Um, I wanted to be able to schedule everything in one place. And um, I'm going to tell you, I completely failed. <laughs> to date, I schedule things in different places for different reasons. So I'm going to tell you the whole analysis that I did. And I'm, I'm hoping that in the end, you'll come up, you'll end up with a solution from what I said that you are happy with. There is no um, social scheduler that can do it all. And I mean that you will not find it because these specific social media platforms have restricted third party vendors, third party schedulers from performing certain actions. For example, LinkedIn will not let any third party app post a video to their platform. That's not possible to do. The only way to do that is to do it natively on LinkedIn. You can also download the LinkedIn app and upload a video if you want, but not upload it yet. Leave it as a draft and then you can upload it later from your phone. But 
you cannot do that with multiple posts. You can only have one draft going at a time. And that option is not even available on the web version of LinkedIn. So that's just one example of all the restrictions that exist. You asked specifically about Instagram. Same with Instagram. Instagram will not allow third-party vendors from publishing to publish videos through their platform. You have to publish feed videos through Instagram. You cannot upload stories. You cannot schedule stories on Instagram anywhere, not even on um, the Facebook content studio, which I'm going to tell you about in a second. So I'm going to tell you, I completely failed at keeping everything in one place. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of the analysis that I did, and then I'm going to tell you what I do now. Hopefully that helps. So the full analysis that I did, I went to several of these apps and I was looking for a price. I was looking for a place where I could have everything in one place. This is what I found. Um, just for a few of them, I didn't go through entire analysis here, but I went to social boo, BU, uh, social BU, um, and I had to discard it almost right away because it only allows you to post to Facebook business pages and not to groups. I thought that was kind of a deal breaker. Um, next, I tried CoSchedule. I thought CoSchedule was going to be a really promising one because they have been around for a while. I've been following them for a while and I was really looking forward to buying CoSchedule and just having everything in one place. But I had to discard it because you have to go and add it as an app to every Facebook page and group that you own individually inside Facebook. So if I want to be able to post to a particular group, I need to go to that group and allow co-schedule to allow me to post, but not if I don't own the group. I have to already own the group. So it became so cumbersome and it wasn't even doing everything I wanted because I want to be able to post to any group I want from the same place. I had to discard co-schedule. So I'm going to tell you, my mind was totally blown by Loomly. Loomly has the ability to post anywhere to Facebook groups, any Facebook group you want, even if you don't own it, you just have to be a member of it. You can post to your Facebook pages, you can post to LinkedIn, you can post to Twitter, you can post to Instagram, you can post everywhere. The same restrictions apply. Loomly will not allow you to post a video. Loomly will not allow you uh, a video to Instagram or a video to LinkedIn. So there's still restrictions, but they apply across the board. So I signed up to work with Loomly. And then I realized that these hoops that I was jumping through, right? Because Loomly just received at the point that I'm recording this, December 2020, um, Loomly just received the ability from Instagram to be able to post to them. So in the meantime, if you want to post uh, pictures to Instagram using Loomly, you have to use Zapier, which is a zap. It's, it's an integrator of social media platforms. So you can um, perform an action in one platform and then it will pop up in the other one. Zap, Zapier is a really, really cool tool. So I had to set some of that up to be able to post from Loomly, which wasn't a big deal. It was a one-time setup and it's done. And Zapier allows you five zaps for free. So it wasn't a big deal. I signed up with Loomly. But then I realized I don't need all of these restrictions. If I go to Facebook um, and I go to uh, you know, any of my Facebook pages and I go to the Facebook publisher from the publisher, don't stay in the publisher. The publisher is useless from the publisher. You would click on creator studio, which is on the left side in the margin navigation, click on content, uh, 
creator studio. That takes you to a place, a magical place, where you can schedule all your posts for your Facebook pages and for your, um, not Facebook groups, not groups. I still need Loomly for that. Um, Facebook pages and for your Instagram. You can schedule everything there using the Facebook like natural abilities. Why is this better than Loomly? Why can't I just go to Loomly and do exactly the same thing? Why, why would I go to content creator? Because I have learned over years of studying social media and learning from the best gurus out there that Facebook doesn't like it. When you use third-party apps and your visibility, your views may go down if you're using a third-party scheduler, but it's not going to penalize you if you're using the Facebook tools. So now I'm stuck in this place where I'm like, okay, I got Loomly so that I could do everything in one place. But now that I realize that I can do everything without restriction, including posting videos to Instagram, including posting IGTV movies to Instagram using the Facebook content studio or creator studio. I don't need Loomly for that anymore. So what do I use Loomly for? Posting to uh, scheduling posts to LinkedIn minus video and posting to Twitter. Um, and that's pretty much it. So if you're looking for a mobile app to do this, I'm afraid I might not have an awesome answer. Loomly has it though. Loomly, you are able to schedule things using your phone. Um, and then you just have to set up a zap so that it sends your picture to Instagram. And uh, But the videos you still, you still have to do videos for now as a zap. Yeah, videos work as a zap. So to summarize this whole thing, I'm just going to tell you what I do at this point. Instagram videos, Instagram photos, IGTV videos, posts to my Facebook pages, all of that happens through the Facebook Creator Studio on my computer, not on an app. Posting to, scheduling posts to Twitter and to LinkedIn, minus videos for LinkedIn, get posted through Loomly. Scheduling posts to my Facebook group happen through Facebook because you can actually schedule posts right there inside your Facebook group. So. That's kind of the summary for scheduling. I hope that helps. I'm sorry that there isn't a one size fits all solution, but I hope that my pains of analyzing this has at least saved you a little bit of time. The next question comes from Dana Pasillas Brooks, and she is at drenchfitnesstraining.com, which is fitness for busy women. She says, do you recommend hiring someone to edit your podcasts? If not, what software is used to edit? Okay, uh, first let's tackle the do-it-yourself method. Uh, it's actually really easy. I record all of my podcasts actually by video because I like to repurpose my content and it goes to YouTube. So I, at this point right now, as we speak, I am recording this on a video on my computer using my podcasting microphone. Then I'm going to take this video and plop it into my software. So I use right now, as of the recording of this, I use Sony Vegas Movie Studio. Actually, not owned by Sony anymore. It's owned by Magix with an X at the end. Um, so I use the 
Vegas Movie Studio to edit. But you don't need fancy, expensive software for this. Not that Vegas is, but you do have to pay for it. Um, if you have GarageBand on your computer, you can use that. A lot of people swear by Adobe Audition. It's not free, but it's a great platform and you can use it whether it's a PC or a Mac. Um, there's many other uh, there's many other softwares. One that has come up recently uh, that is really modern and really cool is Filmora with an F, F like film aura, Filmora. Uh, so the software that you use, it, it it's all the same, really, because you're really just doing a few editing actions on your video. You are cutting video or audio, you're cutting it, you're moving things around, you're deleting, like it's all the same. So it doesn't matter which software you use, they're all gonna allow you to do the same thing. So do I recommend hiring someone to edit your podcast? It depends. How long is it taking you to edit your podcast? If your podcast is a five minute podcast episode and it doesn't really require a lot of editing for you, then just you can just do it yourself. I mean, save yourself the money there. If it is a daily podcast, it might be a long time for you to be spending editing. Uh, if you have long form podcasts or if you have interview podcasts and things start to get a little bit more time consuming. So it's all about how much time you're spending doing it. Um, I remember when I started my first podcast, by the way, this, the global phenomenon is my fourth podcast in my lifetime, right? When I first started mine, the very first one, I quit after 45 episodes because I was spending three hours, four hours editing down this content to make it perfect. And I, I didn't own a business. I wasn't making any money with my podcast. So there was no uh, incentive for me to go and hire somebody out, right? But if you are running a business and you do have income, you will want to outsource as much as possible so that you can spend time doing the things that you want to do. That's why you started the business, not to be, uh, you know, stuck with your computer for four hours to edit something and you're not even a, a video editor. You're not even a podcast editor. This is not your core competency. You're just trying to save yourself money by shooting yourself in the foot. So if you are looking for an editor, I do have a recommendation. Um, it is Q9, C-U-E-9, the number nine. So do, go to Q9, C-U-E-9 dot F-M. I'm going to the website right now to make sure that it's that I'm saying that right. Yep, and it redirects you to growtheshow.com. That's Kevin Schmidlin's uh, podcast and website. And if you want to get editing services, they're the ones that I use and they are amazing. They also have a mentorship program so that they can help you monetize your podcast. So if you want in on that, I'm happy to make a personal introduction to, from to from you to Kevin so you can chat with him. So message me anytime. I'm the only Ina Coveney on Facebook. You can find me very easily or you can contact them directly and tell them that Ina sent you. That's all you need to do. But uh, they are a great bunch. Their prices are super uh, competitive. Uh, by that, I mean, you know, they're very, very, um, they're very economical. They're not going to break your bank and they're going to save you so much time. They're a group of amazing professionals. So that's Q9FM. That's Q9.FM. That's their website. So yeah, do I recommend editing? If you don't want to spend your time doing that, then yes. Okay, 
Are you ready to learn what Susie Ashworth is doing right in her business? Remember, if you want to submit your question next time, go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com. I will answer your question on the air. All right, let's keep the teaching going after this little sound. All right, here are the three things that Susie Ashworth is doing really right in her business and you can start doing right now. Number one, she's not waiting to become a master at what she does in order to turn around and teach. You heard her in the interview basically telling you, I haven't mastered this stuff yet. I am still learning and I'm in my own journey of removing my own ceilings, but she's already going out there and helping people. So if you have been waiting for the exact right moment, for the, for the moment where you feel like an expert, I'm telling you right now, you're waiting too long. You could start right now. You will never feel like you have you are at the top of your game, especially if you're not putting yourself out there and getting feedback and making money with it and getting to know more people and getting on stages. If you're not doing that, right? Then there's no way for you to ever really feel like you have mastered it and you're an expert. So stop waiting for that feeling. That feeling is just a feeling. It's you, you don't need it in order to teach others. And Susie represented that to us. She, she laid this out for us very, very clearly. She just started learning about this and now she's turning around and helping you with it. What is that thing that you know you can help others with and you haven't started yet because feel like you're not the expert yet. You're done. You are done thinking that way. You are done letting that stop you. You're going to start going out there and helping people. That's your next step. The second thing that Susie is doing really right is understanding that mindset is more important than strategy. And I say that without any reservation. Anybody who wants to tell me, no, the strategy is more important. What good is the strategy if you don't believe that what you're doing has a possible positive outcome? What good is it? Your mindset is something that you have to nurture and protect and understand and have enough self-awareness to know that the reason you're not going for that great opportunity, the reason you're not posting about your program every day, the reason you are not... Uh, charging what you're supposed to be charging is because it's all in your mind. It has nothing to do with your external environment. It has nothing to do with feedback you have received. It has nothing to do with that. You are putting yourself in this box. So the reason you're not making a million dollars yet has less to do with your strategy and more to do with what the stories that you are telling yourself. And I'm very confident saying that because it doesn't matter what state you are in business. That is just true. It's true. It doesn't matter what stage you are. There's always a mindset block to overcome, to understand and to get right through, to open those gates. So I want to challenge you a little bit and I want you to think about what is one thing that you firmly believe, and trust me, this is a, a worthwhile exercise, something that you firmly believe is stopping you from reaching the next step. Normally, the answer sounds like fear, or uh, I'm still in my job, so I can't really speak about what I do openly. Or, you know, it's it can be something external or you kind of identify like, oh, it's fear or it's time. I don't have time. So lay that out. What is that reason that you feel like it's not helping you get to the next level? What is it? And then I want you to just flip it. I want you to say, okay, that's not the real reason. 
It does, like, I know that you believe that's a real reason, right? We, we've established that. You really believe that's the reason. So put it in front of you and say, I feel like I don't have time. Okay, what if that wasn't the reason? Or what if, even better, what if that thing, it's not going to change anytime soon, right? You feeling like you don't have time for your business, it's never going to go away. Because there's always going to be something that you want to be doing and that you're not going to have enough time for. So I want you to assume that that reason is never going to go away. What then? What now? Can you believe that you still have the potential and you can still do what you're meant to do if you get around that reason, right? If you stop blaming that reason for all your perils. If you say, I don't have time, I'm going to put that over here. I'm going to say, okay. I'm never really going to have time. So what can I do with the time that I have? Let's do that. Let's get around it. So my reason is fear. I'm fear of success. Okay. Assume that's not going to go away. Let's get around it. What are some things that are that you're not doing because you're afraid? Well, you're not posting on social media about your business. Can you start in some way? Can you do that anyway? Even if the fear never goes away, get around it, right? So that's a really worthwhile exercise and think about it for a second. What is that reason? And assuming that the reason never moves, never budges, how can you get around it and continue to make progress anyway? You got this. I know that you can do this. We all have to do this. We all have to deal with this. I know that you can too. Okay. You're not exempt from this. You got this. So let's go to thing number three that Susie does very right. She talks about her programs multiple times a day, every single day. And she tells you to do that too. Why does she do that? If you listen to the interview, you will have heard me saying, yeah, we, we feel like we are because we are in it, because we are also an audience to what we put out. We feel like, oh, we're, we're, we're selling too much or we're talking about that too much. But really, people are not watching us like they are tuned into your channel, right? Like nobody's tuned into the Ina channel 100% of their time. They're not consuming me 24 hours a day. So they will miss some of the times that I pitch my program, some of the invitations I make to come to my workshop. They will miss them. Assume they will and do it five more times. All right. People sometimes have to hear what your pitch is like 40 times before they ever sign up. So what are you going to do to make sure you make it to the 40? Right. You want to get to that 40th time so that they can sign with you. And she understands that she's been in sales since the beginning of her career as a teenager. Sales was a thing. So she, the sales expert, just told you that you have to be posting about your business, about your offer multiple times a day. What are you going to do about it? Okay. So those are the three things that Susie is very right. Number one, not waiting to be a master before she goes out and help people and make money with it. Number two, understanding that mindset is more important than strategy. And number three, she talks about what she sells all the time, every day, multiple times a day. And that's what she's doing right. And you're going to start doing right now. All right, how did that feel? Did you learn something new? Did that feel good? Did that feel like you got a, a kick in the butt that you needed to go and do that thing that really scares you, to start to blow off the top, 
the ceiling that you have created in your mind, then I've done my job. So don't forget to hit subscribe because we're going to have another amazing entrepreneur next time. And I am so excited about this one, guys. The person coming is Lisa Johnson. Lisa Johnson, she's in the UK. She's a multi-million dollar earner in the online coaching space. And I can't wait for us to dive into her story. Uh, I There's so much that we can learn just from this woman, how real she is with her audience, how she puts herself out there without any apologies. And she takes that to the bank every single day. So I want, I want to ask her so many things about her business. I want you to join us. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss that amazing interview. And don't forget, for the next companion episode, you can leave me a question. Go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com. I will answer your question on the air. And that's it. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Global Phenomenon with Ina Coveney. Join the conversation inside the Facebook group at theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook. Listen to new interviews every Monday and learn with a companion episode every Thursday. This podcast was created by Ina Coveney, music by Jared LaBelle, and this was the voice of Kip Clark.